Hey everybody, it's your boy, your friendly neighborhood FUD fighter, Michael T. Raglan. You're now tuned in to episode number two of the FUD Fighters podcast. And today we're talking about the top seven crypto terms that you need to know right now. Without further ado, man, let's get into this episode. But before we do, just to let you know, I will be talking about a lot of things that will show up better on video. So if you actually want to see some of the stuff that I'm talking about and switching to on screen, be sure to go over to YouTube and type in FUD Fighters. That's F-U-D-F-I-G-H-T-E-R-Z. Let's start the show, baby. Boo! Get down with your bad self. You need to grab your ETH out of cold storage and pop it onto an exchange so you can YOLO into this ICO with me. But make sure that you hold on and have diamond hands because this one's going straight to the moon, baby. <laughs> now, come on, be honest. Didn't that sound like another foreign language to you? If it did, hang on tight because this video is all about the top seven crypto terms that you need to know so you don't end up getting wrecked. But before we begin, let me drop this line on you, my friend. I am not a financial advisor in anything that I say or recommend should not be taken as investment advices for education and entertainment only. Hashtag, don't sue me, bro. But anyway, man, let's just get right on to it. The first term that you need to know is FUD. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. This term is number one on the list for me because it inspired me to create FUD fighters. It refers to a person or organization spreading neg negativity in order to cause the price of something to drop. It happens way too much, guys. My mission here is to eliminate all FUD, or at least to make you guys immune to it so you don't respond when you see it. And topic number two is bag holder. Now, this is someone who jumped in and bought something at its peak because they YOLO'd in with their homies that on you only live once. Um, perfect example are all the people who jumped in and bought Bitcoin when it was at 60K. Now they left holding the bag. I got a quick example I'll show you on the chart here of what those peeps look like. So if we just jump over real quick. Now, if you jump over and have a look right now, you can see some of those bag holders hanging out right here at the tippy top, right above 60, 64K. And you can see that it just dropped on them like a knife and they were buying up the fallen knife, it dipped, it came back up. Then you got these bag holders here. Then you got these sad, sad souls down here, guys. Don't end up being like them. Please do not end up being a bag holder. Let's move on to the next term here. The next term we got is something pretty simple. It's going to be hot versus cold wallets. So all that is a hot wallet refers to a crypto wallet that's kept online or in an exchange. So if you have an Entrust wallet or MetaMask, that's a hot wallet. Or if you just keep it on Coinbase or any other exchange that is kept in a hot wallet. And then cold storage or a cold wallet is just when you move those funds offline with something like a ledger or an NOX. And just real quick, I'll jump back over and show you guys a real example of what that looks like. So if we have a look right now, we jump back to Amazon and here is a ledger right here, Ledger Nano S. I'm taking my time on this one, guys, because I want you guys to really understand what these things are. So this is just an example of a hardware wallet that you can actually buy to store your crypto offline to keep it safe from prying eyes and hands. That's all that is right there. And then if we move over to number four, we got airdrop. So an airdrop is simply a distribution method that, sent, that sends tokens to different addresses. This usually happens during an initial coin offering or ICO for short. This is a marketing, ta marketing tactic used by a lot of projects to bring in excitement and new money 
into their tokens, right? I'll show you a quick example over here. I'm getting faster with these buttons. Let me smash that button right there. Let me jump over here and have a look at airdropalert.com. Let's just get you guys up. Boom. So I got you guys up on the screen right now. We're looking at airdropalert.com. This is just a quick example of a airdrop. So I just want to point out a couple things. Let's zoom that in like usual one day. I'm going to do a multi-action so I don't have to zoom in and pause. But anyway, I just want to go all the way down to the step-by-step -step guide to get into the BitMario airdrop. Like I said before, it's usually some stipulations to get in. This one's not too bad. They want you to go to the um, BitMario fill out airdrop form. They want you to join on Telegram on the group and channel. They want you to follow them on Twitter, like and quote and retweet, and vote for them on Coin Sniper. Keep in mind, you see things like BEP20. That is the Binance token. We're going to talk about coins and tokens in a second but BEP20 is on the Binance blockchain and that's the token. So let's go ahead and jump back over to the presentation here and move on to our next thing. So our next thing that we have on our little list here, if I can get my buttons together, boom, uh, there we go, is a coin. Now we're about to start talking about coins versus tokens. Now I'm gonna slow this thing down so you fully understand this. So a coin is a digital asset that is native to its own independent blockchain. So a perfect example of that is something like Bitcoin, right? So Bitcoin is on its own independent blockchain. You can use the BTC token as an exchange of value, if you will. I'm gonna jump over in a second after I do the token definition. We're actually gonna look at some deeper examples and some use cases for coins versus token. But I wanna reiterate that a coin is just a digital asset that is native to its own blockchain, right? Like a Bitcoin, ETH, Cardano, etc. And then we'll jump in and talk about the tokens here in a second. Matter of fact, let's jump on over and have a look at what a token actually is. So if we jump over now and we talk about a token, a token is just a representative asset that's built on top of an existing blockchain, right? Like we said before, so the token for Ethereum would be ERC20. The token for the Binance blockchain would be BEP20 tokens. So I know coins and tokens get confused all the time. So I want to kind of foster a deeper understanding in those two things as well. So I'm just going to go ahead and go to this little article that talks about cryptocurrency coins versus tokens here. And it shows a couple of examples of what they are as well. So for example, cryptocurrency coin use cases are as a store of value. So Bitcoin is simply a store of value and an alternative for your conventional banking system. That's all that is. It gives you those decentralized transactions. It circumvented the need for you to actually have to go to and have a centralized ledger like bank accounts and things like that. That's what it is. I don't even have to jump into digital cash. I want to jump straight down to use cases for cryptocurrency tokens as well. So smart contracts. This is something we talked about in our last video. I will leave a link below about with that one. But a smart contract, I already defined it. Just a simple protocol that automates, automates transactions between two mutual parties. So that's something that tokens are used for. So remember before about the ERC20 token? Like if you want to buy um, most DeFi games, dApps, NFTs, etc., you need that ERC20 token on the Ethereum blockchain to actually make that happen for yourself. So that's what we're looking at when we're talking about um, when we're talking about coins and tokens. And then you have digital user identities as well. I've talked a little bit about the DOC token 
that you can use to um, provide a digital user identity so you don't have all that KYC that stands for know your customer information when you're signing up for something. So guys, that was a quick run through of some of those. Let's jump back over here real quick and let's jump, let's look at one more thing and then we'll move on to the news. So the next thing that we wanna look at actually is just going to be what an altcoin actually is. So we're gonna use coin market cap in a second to kind of show you guys these. But when I think of altcoins, I think about anything that's not Bitcoin or Ethereum. I'll explain in a second when I go over to coin market cap and we look at their actual market caps, if you will. So when you hear altcoin, people are talking about Cardano, Solana, XRP slash Ripple, Dogecoin, Polkadot, et cetera, et cetera. Matter of fact, let's just quickly swap screens here and have a look at what I'm talking about. So let's jump in again. So the reason why I don't call Ethereum an altcoin is because it has a market cap of $245 billion, while Bitcoin has $630 billion. I mean, so it's fair. I get it when people say that, okay, an altcoin is anything but Bitcoin and ETH is the biggest altcoin. In my mind though, I think it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, then everything else falls as altcoins. One thing you gotta keep in mind though is that you have things over here like Tether, which is a stable coin, which you talked about in another video that's tied um, and somewhat directly to the dollar. Tether isn't 100% one-to-one tied, but that's the idea behind it. And Binance coin, like we talked about before with the BEP20 tokens, that is definitely an altcoin. Cardano, my baby. Right here, we got Ripple as well. So Ripple, XRP is a token. And the way that that works is all Ripple is trying to do is make those international transactions a lot faster and smoother and cut out third parties. So I'm pretty bullish on Ripple or XRP as well, guys. So that was just a quick run through of all the different topics, the top seven terms that you need to know so you don't end up getting wrecked in this market, guys. I hope you got something out of that. We're gonna jump over and look at a couple more things before we get out of here. There is not a lot of news today, but we're gonna switch over and have a quick look in a second at the iPad just to talk about some of the news that we have here. Just give me a second and we'll pop it up on the screen. And the only news that we really have out is going to be a little bit of news from Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. Like, I know a lot of people feel like next week's gonna be a big week in the market for Bitcoin. Um, one of those reasons is that, and I'll just pull the article up here. Um, it says, all odds will be on the largest release of lock shares. That's 16,240 in the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. They're gonna take place on July the 17th. So four, 40,000 shares will be unlocked in those coming weeks, guys. So when you think of things like lock shares, it's the same as in stocks. There's a six month lockup period where you can't share. And Grayscale Bitcoin Trust is just a, the largest fund, I'm pretty sure, that actually invests in Bitcoin in a way for institutional investors to actually jump in and get in on the Bitcoin price action. So they're actually gonna, that lockup period's gonna end on the 17th and one or two things are gonna happen here. They're gonna take those coins and they're gonna actually sell them and that might cause a dip or a more bullish move like we have been seeing here this week is gonna be that they'll actually take them and move them offline into a cold wallet. So remember, like we said before, um, when you jump offline and put things in a cold wallet like like your Ledger or your, um, like your Ledger Nano S or any of the other ones, 
you're gonna actually be looking to hold on to that. So that's a bullish move. When you put it back in a hot wallet, it's like exchanges or trust wallets in MetaMask, you may be about to sell it. Um, that's the only real piece of news we have for right now. The only other thing that I talked about last week was um, crypto.com jumping in and joining forces with UFC in the big um, McGregor fight. They actually had crypto.com all over the place. And I had a few of my friends ask me what crypto.com was all about. So I alluded to that in that last video when I talked about that's gonna help it raise that mainstream attention when we jump in. And that's really what it's all about, trying to get people's heads around what crypto is all about and the meaning behind it, right? So just to recap, if you're jumping in late on the video, guys, today's video, we talked all about the top seven terms that you need to know in order not to get wrecked in this crypto game. And I'm just gonna quickly jump back to the keynote. And we're gonna rapid fire through those seven just in case you missed it. So you know what they are. Boom, 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 boom. All right, cool, back from the top. FUD, that's fear, uncertainty, and distrust <laughs> in the market. And then you got bag holder. Don't be a bag holder. Don't YOLO in to those different coins and, or projects at the top, expecting them to keep on going up, end up holding the bag. And then we had hot wallets versus cold wallets. Remember, hot wallets are wallets that are on the exchange, like a trust wallet or a MetaMask or um, something that's kept in your Coinbase. And then a cold wallet is like a Treasure One or a Ledger Nano S like I showed you guys before on Amazon. And then we had Airdrop. Remember, Airdrop is just a way for companies to kind of brew up excitement in their new projects that they're coming out with. That's all that is. It's a way to get it, to get liquidity into their project, to get excitement, to get people to sign up and get them invested in their market. That's what Airdrops are, just a way to do initial coin offerings. And then we had coin versus token. So remember, a coin was just a native coin that's built on an independent blockchain, right? So Bitcoin's the example of a coin. And then BTC would be that token that's built on there. And then the next one was token, of course. When you think about token, I always think about ERC and BEP20. Um, ERC is built in the Ethereum blockchain or coin. And then those BEP20s is built on the Binance blockchain or coin. Go back in the video, I explained a little bit deeper and slowed down so you guys could understand that. And then we talked about altcoins. Remember altcoins were anything besides Bitcoin and Ethereum. We went to coin market cap and looked at some different market caps of some of those coins. But just to reference, Bitcoin's at about a $630 billion market cap, while Ethereum's at about $245 billion. The next one down, um, Binance is about $49 billion. So that's why there are altcoins, guys. So that's gonna be pretty much it for the video, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me for a little bit. I wanted to make this one real quick and dirty and valuable. Let me know if you enjoyed the content. And if you did, don't forget to jump over and like and subscribe to the video and hit that bell notification. <laughs> and until next time, guys, live, love, laugh. This is your boy, the FUD Fighter, your friendly neighborhood FUD Fighter, Michael T. Raglan, signing off. Until next time, guys, peace. Let's end this thing with a cool dance break, though.